Well, as you know, each week I like to show you the most eye-catching data that's across my desk. As I had from, we get a lot of information from a lot of different sources, and I like to spread that wealth of information to the broadest possible audience. So let me indeed share that information uh, with you and what, as I said, really caught my eye this week. Let's kick off with this 2022 stock market outlook. The top strategists at Goldman's, JP Morgan, share their predictions for the year ahead. I'll share that with you in a second. And Goldman Sachs share 40 stocks to make now with an average upside of 45% in 2022. Well, let's start with that bottom one first. Of their 40 stocks, I went through them. I looked at what also met my filtered approved list, which means I go through the valuation of the companies based on their profitability and their sales and their share price, their earnings growth, their sales growth their cash flow, such as cash return on capital invested, their dividend yields, their Sortina and Alpha, their basically ability to consistently outperform the market. What did I find? Only one of their 40 made my list, which was Dick's Sporting Goods. And I've now become a shareholder in that, so I better disclose that interest. Okay, so how do the various stocks look? This is how they look. Those are the forecasts. Caught my eye somewhat because you can see a couple of major banks have gone south. The majority have gone up. Uh, Wells Fargo, I think, are closer to where I think uh, things are. Their global head of communications used to be my assistant, so I'm particularly proud of uh, the Wells Fargo number being closer to my views. You'd think, given that these banks all employ the same people from the same universities and put them through the same exams, and then they go swap around in America around working at each other, you'd think the estimates would be a bit more consistent. There's a 25% gap between Morgan Stanley and Wells Fargo, for instance. 25%? that's not just, you know, an accident. That's just people with completely opposing views, basically. Uh, what kind of year was it in 2021? This is what it was. S&P 500 and the NASDAQ had a phenomenal year. My own pension was up 50%. Whose bloody pension goes up 50% in a year? Well, when the market goes up 25%, yeah, that's whose pension goes up. I hope we get another similar tailwind like that. I don't think we will, but let's see. What kind of year might we be in? What do you think? Okay, those are the frequency of S&P returns by calendar year since 1928. Uh, I wasn't born in 1928, contrary to what you might think looking at me. Okay, I think we're going to be closer to a 20 to 30% year. Uh, what we need to look at is, have there ever been two consecutive years where you've been at those levels? No, as you can see, because you just need to look at those numbers. There haven't been two consecutive years where that's happened. Uh, you have had uh, three years where... Two of the three years, there was a 30 to 40% rise. That was in 95 and 97. Okay, not bad, right? So, yeah, have a look, take a pause, uh, enjoy it, uh, enjoy that piece of data. What about, what about, whoops, what about this? Well, there's a concentration in market cap, higher market cap, larger cap stocks. So you might argue, well, surely they're the ones most likely to fall, particularly if there's inflationary headwinds. Uh, I think what's actually going to happen is if you've got good quality companies, in other words, strong profitability, strong cash flow, strong revenue growth, and their large cap, they'll be the flight to quality companies if the market were to fall. They'll also be the ones which will rise if the market continues rising. So that concentration doesn't worry so much, doesn't worry me so much uh, because the kind of companies that I have, again, they tick my value growth, income, cash flow boxes. Uh, I wanted to share this with you finally. Hedge fund ownership report, quarter three, 2021. As I'm recording this, quarter four isn't over yet, so I can't quite share that with you. 
Uh, I will disclose with you the ones that I do own. I own Amazon, Microsoft, Meta, Alphabet, Apple, Visa, MasterCard. I don't have Shopify. Uh, Twilio, I don't have. It was on my approved list. I missed it. Can't buy everything. PayPal, I own. Uh, Adobe, I own. It's not to say the others aren't necessarily on my list. Uh, it's just that I can't buy everything, can I? So those are the most popular ones amongst the hedge funds. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you liked that. Uh, there'll be more of that every single week. Follow me on campaignforamillion.com or on my Telegram channel where I'm on a mission to share as much investment education in plain, simple language to as many people as possible. And that's my purpose in 2022. It's all free, uh, including free downloads of my books. So uh, I hope to see you more of you in 2022. Thank you. <laughs>